0: Welcome to Supply Chain Radio, this is Greg Kiefer, and today I am joined by a special guest, Mr. Boris Felgenreier, calling in from Germany. Hi, Boris, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Boris, you were a co-author of a study focused on supply chain digital transformation, which is a really cool-sounding theme, but what is this all about? What's the hype involved here? Why did you do a study about it?
1: You hear a lot of noise in the market right now about digital transformation, and I don't want to be overly dramatic here, but... I think we're at a unique time in history right now, because we're seeing a convergence of several very powerful technology trends. So you have cloud computing, you have big data analytics, you have the Internet of Things, you have robotics, you have autonomous vehicles, you have drones. And all of those digital technologies are so-called exponential technologies, because they follow one version or another of Moore's Law, which means their performance increases exponentially while their cost continues to fall. And every single one of those technologies by itself would have the potential to disrupt the business model of traditional organizations. But put them all together, and you have sort of a perfect storm of digital transformation or digital disruption for that matter. And you're right, there is a lot of noise out there. And it's hard sometimes to separate the signal from the noise, which is exactly why we conducted the survey.
0: So, you know, I see a lot of surveys out there on supply chain and digital trends, etc. But how is what you guys did here different from those other surveys?
1: There's quite a bit of research on this topic already out there. But when we reviewed the body of research on the topic, it became clear to us that most of the research that's done so far examined digital transformation either... Within a single organization or between organizations and end customers. And the research that GT Nexus has done with Capgemini is very unique because it focuses explicitly on digital transformation between organizations and their partners across the value chain. Because, I mean, let's face it, in today's outsourced and globalized world, an organization's success really depends on how effectively you can orchestrate a vast global network of supply chain partners. And digital transformation that doesn't adopt such a holistic view of the entire network will fall short. Or put another way, your digital transformation is only as robust as the digital transformation of the weakest link in your value chain.
0: Wow, okay, so let's get into what you learned. I mean, is digital transformation in supply chain all hype still, or is it actually real? Is there something real happening out there?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it's real because we surveyed 337 executives from some of the largest manufacturers and retailers in over 20 countries around the world. And the first thing we asked them was, how important is it for your organization to undergo a digital supply chain transformation? And 75% said that digital supply chain transformation is either important or very important for their organization. So 75%, so three out of four. But of course, I mean, you could argue, well, everybody says it's important, And is that just lip service or are they actually doing anything about it? And that's why we followed up with another question, which was, has your organization actually started a formal digital supply chain transformation project? And on that one, 70% of respondents said that they have already started and are on their journey to digital supply chain transformation. So yes, this is real. Companies think it's important and they're already doing something about it. Okay, so they've started. How's it going? is it working so
0: far or where are they in that process? Yeah.
1: Actually, I'd say that many of them are not very happy campers here. We found that one in three actually is dissatisfied with the progress that they've made so far and only one in 20, so 5%, one in 20 is very satisfied with the progress. So if anything, it's not going fast enough.
0: I've seen a lot of studies that have come out and you know, it's obviously very clear to the market that most companies are still using very traditional methods in their supply chain, you know, they're not that digital. So are there big key technologies that are being used currently that is part of this path or are they really stuck in the mud with the manual stuff?
1: Yeah, we ask a couple of questions around that issue. So first of all, we ask about the usage of one of the probably most powerful digital technologies out there, the cloud. And it turns out that actually very little of the software that companies currently use in supply chain management is cloud-based. So very little of that. And when we asked about the methods that companies use to interact and engage with their supply chain partners, we found that almost half of the people we surveyed had to admit that the dominant method for interacting with partners were phone, fax, and email, right? The old guard, so to speak, the old-fashioned, outdated models of communication. And things got even worse when we looked at organizations' ability to access data from the extended supply chain. And we know that this has been an issue for a long time a lot of data is generated in the supply chain but it's really hard to get to because most of it is locked up in the siloed systems of individual supply chain partners and our research has actually confirmed that so only 15 percent of respondents claim to have access to a majority of the data generated in their supply chains and then only a very small percentage of that data is actually analyzed for decision making wow so Did that finding surprise you at all? Well, yes and no. I mean, no, because we witness this in the field all the time that, you know, companies are trying to solve sort of modern-day supply chain challenges like supply chain end-to-end visibility and real-time data analysis, you know, from the extended supply chain with tools and technology that wasn't made for a networked world. But yes, it does surprise me that the problem is still so common today.
0: So, you know, it's not unusual, obviously, to find industries or business process areas that are kind of stuck in old ways and are kind of way behind the consumer side. But did you find any kind of a silver lining in some of the findings of the research?
1: Yes, there is a silver lining, and I'm glad you asked. I'd say that the most encouraging finding of the survey is that across the board, there's a very strong agreement about what people think the key technology enablers are. So on this one, we went very wide. We asked about big data analytics and cloud and mobile apps and robotics and supply chain visibility platforms, 3D printing, social tools, the internet of things, simulation tools, virtual reality, and others. And there were four technologies that came out on top here. Number one, supply chain visibility platforms. Number two, big data analytics. Number three, simulation tools and four cloud in that order. And when we ask what technologies companies are currently investing in, the exact same technologies came out on top again. So I'd say, well, that's at least good news. So companies know what the enablers are and they're making the right investments. For me, that's a silver lining right there.
0: Right, now I also happen to know, since I saw the report, that you also got into a little bit of questions around, where do you see yourself in five years? So what do these guys see in the future?
1: The executives we serve it are very optimistic about the future, that's clear. And they also have very high expectations for especially the next five years. So we saw a very strong agreement on how people think supply chains will look like in just five years from now. So in 2020, they expect more processes with suppliers to be automated than today. That's 95% agreement on that one. Organizations will receive more real-time status updates from across the entire supply chain. 94% agreement. Execs also think that organizations will share more data with suppliers. Organizations will collaborate more closely with suppliers. They will involve suppliers more closely in the planning process. There will be more real time visibility in supplier processes, and suppliers will be held to higher ethical standards. So, across the board, you know, there's very, very high agreement that that's kind of how the ex- executives see the future of supply chain to look like. And yes, there may be some dissatisfaction with the progress so far. But as we saw, companies have identified the key technology enablers, and they're making investments into those technologies as we speak. But, I mean, Make no mistake, transforming a large global organization by itself is difficult enough. But then including an entire ecosystem of hundreds of different external partners in the process will be even more challenging. And accomplishing all of this within just five years, I think it's very, very ambitious. But then again, failing is not really an option here. So it'll be interesting what the next five years will bring.
0: When you see numbers in the mid-90 percentile on a quantitative research study like this, I mean, that's literally near unanimous, which is really unusual. You just don't see numbers like that that often.
1: A lot of mixed numbers, right? 50-50 or 40-60, 30-70. You see lots of that. You rarely run into situations where you ask an objective question and you get almost anonymous black and white answers. That's very telling. So there's something going on here and we kind of tapped into it here.
0: Yeah, it's big. Definitely big. When you see 95%, I think big. So the report is available. Boris, thanks for joining the show. It's been really insightful. I look forward to talking to you again in the very near future. So thanks for coming on. Thanks, Greg. It was a pleasure. Okay. This is Supply Chain Radio, and we are signing out.